Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Lakita Rooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Hey moms, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Oh ladies, I've been traveling back to back to back for the past two months. So needless to say, these past few days I have like rested. And when I say rested, I mean, like, I for real, like, for real, for real, relaxed, laid down, watched Netflix, caught up on all the new fall season, you know, all the shows just came out, like, you know, 911, NCIS, and even that new show on Stars. I can't think of the name of it, but, so, yeah, just doing those things, plus, you know, taking my daughter to school, another you know, important business tasks. But besides that, I've spent a lot of time relaxing, just bringing it back all in. And I feel great today. Yes, I, yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So today, ladies, we are talking about staying stuck. Yep, I said it, staying stuck. So this morning I saw this post that said, Growth is painful, change is painful, but there's nothing as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And when I saw that post, I said, OMG, oh my goodness, like, yes, like staying stuck is a choice. So even like if you're that mom that's single who's still like battling with the idea of being single. And I know from like little girls, we're raised to have Barbie dolls and, you know, Cabbage Patch Kids. If you was growing up during my era, you know, we got the kitchen sets. We were talked to about having a husband, about being married. So basically, since we're like little, 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 little girls, barely can read it's already being instilled in us to be a wife. So naturally, if you're a mom that's single, like me, who's just always been a mom that's single, who had, you know, intimacy and had a baby, or you might have been the mom where you were married, or you could sometimes still be married, but feel like you're single, okay? Because sometimes it's like that. Or you might be the mom that's divorced, or the mom where... You know, your loved one might have passed on, whatever it is, you make a decision, right? You have a choice on how you handle being that mom that's single or how you handle being that mom that's married, but yet it feels like you're living single because you do everything yourself. Or even if you have a little bit of support, you don't have as much support as you would think that you should have. Because of you having a husband or, you know, a spouse, whatever your spouse, you know, the sex of your spouse, you know, maybe. But you make a decision on how you want to handle that. That's up to you, mom. So but when I saw this, I thought about just life in general. And I thought about how 
I worked at the Department of Veterans Affairs for about six and a half years, right? And I would say at least five, maybe a little more. Because, you know, the first year is just, you know, you're still kind of like in love. You know, you're in the honeymoon phase of the job and you haven't really realized what the true landscape really is. Or you're just like in my situation, I was just happy because as a social worker, for those of you who are familiar with social work, I'm just going to say not all social workers work for the Department of Children and Families or take kids. So I've never done that type of social work. But if but with social work, it's such a huge spectrum. So as social workers, you have some social workers who are like just as impoverished as their clients. And I hate to say it that way. And they can have a master's degree and they're only making like the low 30,000s. Maybe even sometimes like 27,000, depending on where they're working at. So a whole master's degree, probably have student loans and make it 27,000. Mm. Then you have other social workers that make at least 40,000 because of their career options within social work. Because social work is so broad and you can work in so many different avenues. So for me, since I was a mom that was single, you know, I made the decision to work in the social work fields that was going to pay me at least 40000 And that was hospice, medical social work, or the Department of Veterans Affairs. So since I know the landscape of the social work world and which roles was going to allow me to make the most money, going to get, like, getting a job at the Department of Veterans Affairs was, like, a really big deal. It was one of my goals because I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily the 30-year retirement chick. Like, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not in my game plan. Like, no, no, no. I'm not trying to do the 30-year thing. But the VA is going to offer the best opportunities as far as benefits, income, and just other things, like even to help me get my LCSW, which is like a licensed clinical social worker. And I was able to do that with a social worker there for free, basically, because they worked at the VA and they provide that service. So it was just a lot of perks. So I knew that during a certain season, I needed to be at the Department of Veterans Affairs to get to where I desired to go. But after that first year, you know, I, I did feel stuck. I was still progressing in my career. You know, I did, like I said, work towards getting my licensed clinical social work uh, licensure, which takes about, we could say roughly two or so years, like two and a half years, depending on how quickly you do your hours. So I was still progressing and getting things accomplished. But in the same breath, I felt stuck in that work environment because within that particular work environment, I had no upward mobility. I was expected to just be the good, the good old outreach social worker that saw homeless veterans. Like I was I was forced to be within a box. And and if you've heard me talk before, you know, like I'm such a free spirit. I'm a creative and I have a vision and I can see how to make programs and processes so much better and how to work more efficiently and how to be more impactful and how to provide better services. (sighs) But guess what? Within my work environment at the Department of Veterans Affairs, those things were not welcomed. And they definitely were not welcomed by me. So hence, that is why I had so many issues within that role. So I felt like I stayed stuck. And part of it was I was stuck because of fear. Like in the past, I went through bankruptcy. I've done foreclosure. I went through a car repossession. And it's like, oh, my goodness. You know, at that point in my life, I made the decision to start over. 
My family helped me pack my house. My daughter and I, we moved. But I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't want to go back to that again. I don't want to have to ask anybody for help. So there's a, it's so many reasons why you might stay stuck in a situation that you don't belong in. And there's tons of reasons why I did the same thing. Like I stayed stuck because of the benefits. I stayed stuck because I felt comfortable at the job. I stayed stuck because I was waiting to earn enough money in my business to replace, you know, my salary at my job. You know, I stayed stuck because I feared, you know, just letting my daughter down. I stayed stuck for the employee match. I stayed stuck for job security. And you might be able to relate to some of these things, the reasons why you're staying stuck. But just know now, just know, I got to a point where I decided that, hey, being stuck is not what's up. And I made that decision to step out, take that leap. And I've been a full-time business owner since February 2019. And these are some other reasons that you might also be stuck or staying stuck where you're at, just like I was, you know, feeling stuck because, you know, I decided to say stuck because I was a mom that's single, like, hey, I'm the only income in my household, like literally. And even at this point, like I don't even get any type of child support or anything for, I don't know, I guess it's been almost two years now. So if my co-parent decides to put money directly in my daughter's account, he does. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. So pretty much that basically means everything is on me like 100% period. Mortgage, car note, insurance, dance, clothes, everything for my daughter, everything for me. And that's that's like a big deal, like to to take that leap, even though I don't have any type of security blanket. That was one of the things that, you know, kept me stuck out of fear of that. You know, I didn't want to have to ask anybody for help. And another really big one is that I didn't know how I was going to earn steady income in my business. And that could also be impacting you right now, not knowing how you're going to make that money, you know, or even just stepping out there again and then feeling embarrassed because I actually failed. Like that was something that kept me staying stuck. It kept me staying stuck because I desired to have at least one years of savings, one year of savings within the bank, you know, just for my expenses, you know, just in case something happened, I don't make the money that I need to make. You know, another reason I stayed stuck was because I enjoyed girl talk with my colleagues at the job and I knew like when I say this like I knew 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 that once I left my nine to five this time I have no intentions of ever going back so I knew once I left that's it so I needed to make sure I have myself together so those are some of the reasons why I stay stuck. So I want you to think about, well, I invite you rather, I invite you to consider what are those things that's causing you to stay stuck in a situation, whether it's dealing with career, whether it's dealing with a relationship, whether it's just dealing with, you know, hanging around the same people that's not really adding value to your life or not doing anything to really support your life in whatever area it is. Maybe it's staying stuck when it comes to, you know, your weight and your health, whatever it might be. Think about what is it? What are those like? Be honest with yourself. Like, what are those real reasons why you're staying stuck in that situation that you're not happy with? And the thing that 
you know, I guess finally drove me to make that decision in February 2019 was I decided that my desires, my mental well-being and my daughter was way, 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 way more important than me staying stuck just simply out of fear. So that was the thing that, you know, those rather were the things that made me say, you know what, I'm not living in stuckness anymore. Like I'm pushing forward. I want to be where I belong. I want to be able to control my own destiny. I want to truly live life on my own terms. And don't get me wrong, like my job offered a lot of flexibility, but also it came with a lot of heartache, especially from upper management (laughs) so you know but it had like I said it had its benefits I'm not going to say it's all bad and it even helped me get to the point where I needed to be in my career as a social worker to transition into being you know a life coach and being able to do private practice and all those different things so it definitely served the purpose during that season and it truly helped me get to where I am today and definitely make sure you follow me at Lakita Brooks LCSW that's L-E- Q-U-I-T-A Brooks B-R-O-O-K-S L-C-S-W on Facebook for other amazing content and also um, for those that desire coaching services you can always send me a PM in Messenger about that also. So think about what is it ladies? What is it moms? Like be real now. It's no time for you to lie to yourself because it doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit your kids. It doesn't benefit anybody. What is it that's causing you to stay stuck? And what do you feel like will need to happen for you to get beyond the staying stuck phase, actually progressing, right? To do what you truly desire to do and live the life you truly desire to live on your own terms by your own rules the way you want to and the way I look at it is this you're either staying stuck because of preparation or fear it's either one or two and if it's because of preparation that means you already have a deadline for whenever you're going to cut off whatever this thing is right so that's more of an intentional but fear is simply It's fear. It's the fact that you don't know what the outcome is going to be. So something is holding you back, even though deep down inside, something is tugging at you to actually progress. But then you opt not to progress because of that fear of whatever that unknown thing is that's on the other side. And it's natural. Like I said, I went through the same thing, but I got to that point. That day came when I said, goodbye, fear. Hello to desire, hello to family, and hello to my mental well-being. I am Lakita Brooks, and until next Sunday at 11 a.m., make sure you have a good one. And oh, I forgot to mention, ladies, 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 so I am offering a luxurious, curated, one-on-one experience, yes, you and me in Acapulco, Mexico in November 2021. Yes, it is all about you. Because one of the things I realized was that during my one-on-one coaching experience, and when I say one-on-one coaching, I mean like I had someone who I hired, I invested in, 
to be my one-on-one coach. And one of the things that they uncovered was that it's times where I'll talk about my story and I would say things to the effect of, if I can do it, you can do it too. And sometimes based on my tone or based on the words that I use, I might give off a judging energy. And that is by no means my intentions, like not at all. But the thing was, I didn't realize that until I had a one-on-one coach. She brought it to my attention. She said, well, Lakita, I never would have thought you went through foreclosure or bankruptcy or repossession because you give off like, hey, you if I could do it, you could do it. But that's not my intentions. My intentions is to say, hey, I'm a mom that's single. Hey, I only had a plan A. Hey, I did not have a fallback plan. Hey, I am not part of the Rockefellers. Hey, I do not have a trust fund. And with all those different things that some might have looked at as being against me, I still made the decision to go ahead, go back to school and change me and my daughter's life trajectory forever in 2008. So that's the intentions of what I desire to give off. But with talking to my coach, she you know, brought it to my attention that, hey, sometimes it might not come out that way depending on the tone and the words that's being used. So that was one of the biggest and most powerful and, 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 and just impactful things that I did because with one-on-one coaching, it was all about me and what I desire, what were my gaps and what did I need to work through? Because I've done masterminds and they're great because I love feeding off other people's energy. But the coach is not specifically honing in on everything about me in that particular moment. So with the one-on-one coaching, it brought that to my attention for me to see, hey, I need to make sure that my intentions from inside and my heart are actually being delivered in my words verbally and even in my written words and even in my mannerisms and that I'm reflecting the compassion because I truly understand what it's like to start from scratch like I know I understand what it's like to you know have food stamps and to you know go through a foreclosure And then turn around and not be in a spot where I am financially stable. So that was something that truly helped me when it came to, you know, with with my progression, with my business, with me getting better, with, you know, writing my social media posts and just really engaging and connecting with people on a human level. It really helped me because I thought I had it going on. I thought I was doing all those things before my one on one coach. And those were things that was brought to my attention, which it was like. You know, it kind of hurt my heart since I thought I was doing all these things, but it's okay. I'm glad that I had that experience. And because of me, so much growth that I had and expansion that I had and collapsing of time that occurred with me during my one-on-one coaching experience, I'm extending that to you. But I'm like the cool, fun person. So like I'm extending it to you for it to be in person, in luxury, curated specifically to you in Acapulco, Mexico in November 2021. So make sure you be on the lookout on my Facebook page for that. And you could also send me a PM directly um, in Facebook Messenger about that one-on-one luxurious experience and 
We can do whatever you desire to do, whether it's going to the spa, whether it's golfing, you want to talk about business strategy. And guess what? We're in the uh, we're in the fourth quarter now. So this fiscal, so we're, you know, October, November, December. This is it. This is it. This is it, ladies. This is it. So we're about to move into um, January of 2022 very soon so the time is now to start thinking about next steps planning strategy and all that so whatever it is whatever you desire that is what this one-on-one experience will be in Acapulco Mexico all right ladies until next Sunday at 11 a.m ciao thanks mom for joining me today at the single mom's brunch podcast yes make sure you like share subscribe and tell all the other moms that you know about it and you know what mom i can't let you go without giving you a free gift so make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com once again that is single mom's brunch dot com to get your free gift i am lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single